Hi guys, how you all doing? It is Ryan. This is the first ever podcast. I'm a 20-year-old man from Scotland, Edinburgh. Now, it's going to be weird doing a podcast on my own. This is going to be incredibly weird. But what it's going to consist of is everything. You're going to be going to talk about books, music, movies, TVs, rubbish, <laughs> general life and chit-chat. Um, so, yeah, let's get to it. So... I was um I went to Egypt uh, in Argada um a few few weeks ago now. We left on the twenty third of July and we landed in Hargada, Egypt. It was roasting as soon as we got off the plane. I went with my family, um and we just we 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 took off from uh, Newcastle, flew all the way to Hargada, Egypt, landed, and as soon as you got off the plane, you felt the heat straight away. It was unbelievable. Um, got on the bus, took us to the um hotel. Got to the hotel. It was about it was late at night. Um, so me, um, and a few of the family members went to get something to eat, and then we found this gelatinous cake type thing, it was like a mousse, but it was very jelly-esque, it could wobble, it was weird. Tasted it, it tasted really nice, it, we had a chocolate one and a vanilla one, so I'm not too sure what they were. Uh, so after that, went to bed for the first night, first night was hard to sleep, I always find that when I stay at ho- in hotels, not that I've been on holiday much, but when I do go on holiday and we stay in hotels, I can't sleep. Sleeping is worse on the first night, no matter where I am, I hate it. Anyway, woke up in the morning and I went for a swim. First thing I done was went for a swim. Uh, swimming in that in the, in the pool. The pool was absolutely disgusting, I'm not going to deny it. It was probably, it was cleaned at night, so you weren't allowed in it, like most pools. That was probably the only higher standards they had of the pool cleaning. Um, but still, it was it was decent because, yeah, I had fun. Um, went for breakfast and it was a, it was the first it was the first day so we didn't really do much we just relaxed at the pool and everything like that so um, after that we decided we were going to go and book our first excursion which is to Luxor. Now, last holiday I went to was Lanzarote and that was with a family as well, and I just sat in the hotel room and done absolutely nothing. It was so boring. I missed out on so many opportunities. Uh, I think I was about... Oh, I can't even remember how old I was. I, must, I, want, I want to say it was my teens, but... It, obviously, it was my teens, but I can't remember if it was the early teens or late teens. Um, good year, a good few years ago now. And, yeah, I missed out going to see um, the volcanoes and everything like that in Lanzarote. But, um, yeah, so this time I was like, no, definitely I'm going to do stuff to, uh, this this holiday. So went away to Luxor and we, it was me, mum and dad, and we got on the bus at, was it 10 to 5 in the morning, I think it was, and we just sat on this bus for ages, like, it was so bad, because the night before I never, like, my mum and dad were moaning to me because I was snoring, but I can tell you right now, it wasn't me that was snoring, it was my dad, I couldn't sleep because I kept getting woken up by the snoring that he was causing, um, so never got much sleep, but on the bus um, went to. We were on the bus sitting waiting to like sitting on the bus waiting and driving 
to this place. We said it would take about three hours when I go mapped it to get to Luxor. Little did I know we were going to different hotels picking up people, which I should have thought of, but so it took about four hours, five hours to actually get to the first uh, place we went to. Um, I can't remember the exact name of the first. I can't remember it. It was good though, because you could, when we were looking at it, you could still see the gold on the on the roof tiles. Um, or <laughs> the roof tiles, it was <laughs> we're in the bloody middle of the desert, you didn't get roof tiles there. But um, I was sitting on the the bus and had a really bad stomach because of all the food we've been eating. So <laughs> it wasn't really fun because you were sitting waiting to get off. Anyway, we hit to Luxor and we were looking out the window and we saw so much poverty. It was so sad, especially when you come from a wealthy-ish country and you're looking at poverty. It, not as Obviously, there's pe people in the world um, that are really low with poverty and not getting any money at all. Um, so when you're looking at poverty, it looks really bad, especially when you come from some somewhere where it doesn't have as much. So looking at the poverty and everything like that, and uh, it was the, the the tour guide Mohammed um, was talking about how he um, how, he was basically talking about like how the all the sons like they they get a house and the bottom floors for the animals, the, t the second floors for the first family, and every son from then um, builds a house on top of the. Um, already existing house and they keep building keep building for their families uh, so eventually they'll have a bloody big house um, and we're talking about crocodiles and how there are not any crocodiles in this but behind the dam of the river Nile um, there's crocodiles there but anything below that there is no croc uh, no, there's no crocodiles which I was quite gutted at I wanted to see some crocodiles um, so we continued going and we got to the first destination and it was really goddamn hot. It's like the lowest it ever got in Egypt when we were there was like 31. And coming from bloody Edinburgh, it <laughs> it's bloody cold. Saying that though, it has been quite warm in Edinburgh, really warm in Edinburgh recently. It's like one of the best summers we've had in ages. It's been like consistently all through the summer. Um... So when you go go to bloody Egypt, it's like at night time it's thirty one, and then during the day it's like thirty six, highs of forty. So it's a big massive shift. So it's, and it goes up when you're in, in like a city. So since you're in Luxor, it's like forty, right? It's like forty one, forty two. It's bloody hot, and you need to make sure you're drinking plenty of water because I know a few people got heat stroke, and a few people thought I had heat stroke. I am so blonde and pale skinned that it just I just burned. So make sure you wear plenty of suntan lotion if you're ever going there. So when we got to the first destination, we got off, went, we had to take off our, um, we had to go into, oh, I can't remember, we, we got off the, yeah, we got off the bus. Sorry, I'm just running through this in my head. We got off the bus and then uh, went to the main reception. Everyone, people who had to go to the toilet had to go to the toilet, waited, and then we went into this uh, place where we had to get short tickets and everything like that. The place that we were warned not to go and follow people because they'll take you in nooks and crannies and bits that you can't get back from and you'll get lost and then they'll ask you for money. Now, these people ask you for money not because they're... not because they want to do it as such, even though they, most of them look like they do. 
it's because they need to do it. They need money because they don't have any money and they've got families to, to give for. You know, the, one, the tour guide Mohammed turned around and said, the most dangerous thing isn't terrorism. The most dangerous thing in Egypt is overpopulation because people, they're so overpopulated. It's, and people are asking, how is it overpopulated? You've got the whole Sahara Desert, you've got the whole desert. It was overpopulated in the places that they're populated because Luxor, Cairo... Are, are so small, but they can expand because they don't have the means, they don't have the, the, the money to expand. So it's just getting overpopulated and there's no place for them to move. So instead of <laughs> instead of um, expanding outways and sideways, they expand upways with their houses. Um, so after the first, the first, uh, after the first place we went to, we went to, got on the bus and went for something to eat. Got something to eat, um, and it was yeah, it was all right. We had I think it was stew. Oh, another thing, uh, they had no goats. Well, they had obviously they had goats, but like goats are really expensive, so you couldn't eat goats. Everything was beef. You had beef bacon, beef thingies, and when you like a lot of people eat pork in Scotland, pork bacon and stuff like that. But beef bacon is as nice. Um, so we. I had lunch and then we went away to the second place, which was I can't remember the name of that either. Um, that was a, I think that was the Valley of the Kings, the second place. Yeah, I think it was Valley of the Kings, and then that was really cool. Valley of the Kings was amazing. Um, went and saw Tutankhamun. Like I thought, like this is all all the time I thought was Tutankhamun was inside the pyramids. I never thought it was inside, well, the tomb of, like, one of the Valley of the Kings. I never knew it was inside there. Um, so we went in, and you're not allowed to take pictures in Tutankhamun's tomb because of the flashes, take away colour and everything like that, which was quite cool. They give you, like, a scientific lesson because you can't breathe. Like, you can you can go down and breathe, obviously, but, like, the the humidity of your breath, the sweat, everything like that drains the colour. So you're only in, allowed in there for a few few minutes, and then you have to go back up. You go back up, and we had free to go to. Well, that was one you had to pay for, but the free you had to, free you could go to. The, the, the first one that, like, was free, well, it went so far underground, it was so deep. And, like, you could feel the heat. Like, I thought it would be cooler. When you went down, but it wasn't cooler. It was like you went down and it was bloody hot. It was just so humid. Uh, got down to the bottom and then came back up. And then I, I started talking to these people, um, and mum and dad were just walking about. They, mum was taking photos left, right, and centre. Um, and I just I, I wasn't really wanting to wait. I wanted to get it over and done with because it was that hot. So I started talking to this family that was in our group, uh, and. We started talking and everything like that, and then I started going with them. Uh, went to all three of them and just sat down at the place we were told to meet at the end of it. So we got on this buggy, all of us, um, mum and dad. I, I got on the front waiting for mum and dad, but these two people sat beside me. So I just started talking to them. They were nice, they were Welsh, and it was their honeymoon. Um, so, well, I, obviously I said happy honeymoon, but if you guys are listening, which I highly doubt you are, but happy, happy honeymoon, hope it was good. Uh, so we got off and then I went. we went back onto the bus and then we just relaxed for a while, for about, 20, about half an hour, 20 minutes maybe, and then we got to the last location, which was one of the coolest locations, I can't remember, I can't remember what this location was called, um, 
went there and it's had the most spectacular view. Um, it was beautiful. So that, that like a lot of people stayed on the bus for this one because it was that bloody hot. So we just kind of went on, we came back out. We had like half an hour here. Went back to the bus. Um, I got me, mum and dad a few drink, a few like juices, pep, Sprite, Pepsi, Fanta and that and just drank that. Um, then the shops we went to was the Alabaster, which was like, they made this stone type, th it was, everything was in there was made of stone. My mum was quite annoyed at my dad because my dad said he could haggle and everything like that. And mum was like expecting so, like a huge price drop. She, he only managed to get $50, $50 off it. So after the, after we went there, we got the stone, we only managed to get $50 off it, like I was saying. And then we went to Papyrus Factory and we found out about how papyrus is made and how it works. So the papyrus is like made of a papyrus plant and it gets, it's like a proper stem, it's like a proper plant, it's, it's mental what it looks like, it's like a proper plant, you half it, flatten it and then you put it in water and then you stay keep it in water for about a week and then you put it into a press and then you leave it in there for a week and then that's how you make papyrus, it's um, paper. You have two types of, well, <laughs> one type of papyrus paper, but like there's two, there's a fake one and a real one, and you can tell a fake one, because if you fold it up, put it in water, and like pull it really hard, it, it shouldn't rip if it's real papyrus, if it's banana leaf, then it'll rip. Um, so I went and got myself a tree of life, which is, I think it's the the birds there's there's four I think it's infancy child to teenager adulthood and elderly so there's five there's five birds on it uh, on this tree and it's just a really nice meaning it's really it's a beautiful piece of art basically so we went and got that and then we decided to we decided to go and uh, buy it everything like that and then we got on the bus and as we were getting on the bus there was these two children waiting at the side of the bus um kept pointing at their mouth. I don't think they could I don't think they could speak English, but they were pointing in their mouth wanting food. But obviously we didn't have any food at the time. and um, we were just getting on the bus so we couldn't give them anything. And as when we got on the bus we sat down and everything like that and I looked outside the window because I was sitting next to the window and I saw this man come round holding like a I don't know, it's like a really thin bit of wood hit their hands with but they ran away before that could happen so I'm quite thankful for that um, then you had a chance to go across the Nile on like on a boat uh, and the bus would go around and pick you up anyway I decided not to go on it because it was like I can't remember how much it was it must have been about 400 Egyptian dollars I think so I ended up falling asleep on the bus and just kind of leaving it I didn't really want to do it so I just they, um, people on the bus done it and they got over and done with me. Anyway, I fell asleep and woke up and as I woke up, the sun was setting and it was a really beautiful sight because I was listening to my music and everything like that. So just sitting there, listening to music, looking at the sun, sunset and then everyone else was absolutely knackered so we kind of just left it. And then we stopped off one last time just for the toilet and drinks and anything you want to buy and that. Uh, and then we could feed the people called nomads, nomad, nomadic kids um, and adults who protect the electricity towers and everything like that. Uh, so we, that was, it was nice, it was nice uh, um, to give back to people that 
do good things and people these nomadic people um I don't know if that's the right word to use, I can't remember their actual names. Um and yeah, we just gave them food, everything like that, because well they bloody deserve it. Everyone deserves food. So we managed it took ages to get home, but we got we got to the hotel eventually, sat down I just went straight to bed because I just was absolutely knackered. I, I don't really know what they'd done. Um, woke up in the morning and yeah, it was nice. We uh, we kind of kept it a secret from us, um, from the rest of the family because of the fact that they were going to go um, the next again in the, in the next few days. So we left it quiet so they don't they they didn't know what there was. Um, so after that, we decided um, a few of us were going to go scuba diving. And snorkeling, and this is like the first time I've ever went scuba diving in my life. So I chummed one of the people from the family to the scuba diving place, and I sat in beside them while they were talking like really advanced stuff because he has the person in the family has a already got a scuba diving certificate, so he's just doing like a refreshment. So sitting there listening to everything they were talking about was really really helpful. And I was quite lucky to sit in there and listen to half the stuff they were talking about. Uh, so like, I kind of knew what I was roughly doing because of the fact that I just was sitting there. So when we were sitting on the boat, uh, I had to go downstairs and we were talking about what what we're going to do. So um, oh, as we're in the middle of talking, all we hear is, Whale shark! Whale shark! And I have no idea what a bloody hell the whale, a whale shark is. Bloody, I think it might have been a, a hint for like, bloody shot, like a, a dangerous situation. So everyone's running to the side of the boat and jumping into the water and everything like that. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. Went around and looked, and all you saw was bloody, it was a baby, but it was huge. It was a, it was a whale, sh- it was a, basically a whale shark. You don't know what it is. Google it. It's, um, like, it's beautiful. And it, it was the two people in the family that uh, bloody spotted it <laughs> and started causing the whole the havoc. Um, so that was amazing to see a whale shark. It was really cool to see the whale shark, and so I went back down and we sat down and we finished talking about what we need to do when we go scuba diving. So first time scuba diving, um, I was one of the lucky ones because there was four, there was five, five of us there, and that includes me. So there was a group of two and another group of two, and then me. Um, so I was one of the lucky ones because I just I could go down and buy myself with the with the person that could scuba dive. So I was I thought we were all going down together, but obviously we weren't. Eh? So he they went for like the first group went and then they were like you can do whatever you can go scuba you can go snorkeling and everything like that. So I went snorkeling, saw some really cool fish. The sea was bloody it was amazing it was beautiful it was so clear. Like crystal clear, you can see to the bottom. Which, in some people's eyes, that's bloody scary because like it freaked me out for the uh, for a while. But I was like, nah, it's fine. If the time comes, the time comes. I get eaten by a shark. I get eaten by a shark. So there's nothing really I can do about it. So when it came to my turn, went into the <laughs> went into the went into the water. You didn't realize how heavy the tank is until you come out of the out of the sea. It's mental how heavy it is. So we go in with two hundred air in my in my hand, well in the back, um, and went in, and he ducked me under the water and just got me to breathe for a while, and then we t- went down, went round the coral reef, everything like that, came back, came back up, and then went to the next location. Next location was the bloody scariest one because he just left me to do it myself. He literally dropped me into the sea, 
and he was beside me at all times. Like he was above me, beside me, just to make sure I was okay. But at the same time, it was bloody freaky because of the fact that you know he bloody left me. He was actually like whenever I was doing something wrong, he grabbed me by my finger and lifted me up and that. So it was good doing it by myself, and I would love to do it by myself properly without him there, without having anyone there. But was like this some of the stuff we saw was like box jellyfish. I never saw any eels. I never saw any jellyfish, thankfully. We saw a few at the beginning, but like, at least there were no one near me because I've got a huge phobia of jellyfish. Um, finished, we finished that and then we just literally sat on the boat waiting to go home after our lunch. And we had, for lunch we had like, I thought we were going to have like fish foods, which I hate. Uh, um, and so we didn't, eh? We ended up having sausage and chicken wings, which was nice. Uh, Went upstairs and I just sat and read a book. We went back to the hotel and everything like that, docked up. And uh, we were going to go and surprise my the rest of the family. So we ended up going in and telling them everything, telling them about the whale shark. And everyone's like, oh my god, ah, wow. <laughs> so we got uh, all that done. And then the next again day, they went to Luxor. I think. Yeah, no, the next game day they went to Luxor, yeah. So, they went to Luxor the next game day, so we had a, so the rest of the family had the, just a relaxing day again. Um, and that was it. We literally just had a relaxing day for the rest of the Egyptian holiday. I went up and started talking to a lot of the locals in the shops, um, talking about their president, talking about how much they, like a lot of the Egyptians surprisingly don't like their president. Now, that must be because of the gover like the the government, the president not giving them a lot of money, everything like that. But then, if they don't have a lot of money and government don't have a lot of money, how are they going? How are they supposed to pay? You know the Egyptians. But anyway, it's got enough. Like I, I like what, I don't have any impact on it. So I'm just talking to them, everything like that, and uh, I managed to get some really good discount deals at the at their shops because of the fact that I just sat there and talked to them. One of the guys actually offered me to have a cup of tea and we could sit down and talk and it was, it was nice. But I never had the cup of tea. I just sat down because I didn't like. I was a bit worried that he was going to charge me and that, so I just kind of left it. But no, it was really good. It was a brilliant holiday. I highly recommend going to Hurghada, Egypt. I wouldn't go back again because I've already been. I don't want to go back to places I've already been to. Um, I'm only twenty years old. Like I don't really want that. Um, but no, it was. In, to in, in, in amazing terms, it was bloody good. The book I was reading was called Humans. I can't remember who the author was. It was one of the best books. I guess one of the first books I've ever really cried at. Like, I was in tears at this book. Um, It's basically about... Like, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's basically about an alien that comes down and... tries to be a human. <laughs> it's really good. So yeah, this is this is the very first um podcast by Ryan. I don't know the name of it yet. <laughs> so yeah. If you like it, give it a I don't know what you do, a heart, a love heart, a like. Do whatever. <laughs> share it. Share it. Yeah, you can share it, so just share it. Share it. That's better than for me, that's better than likes. But if you like it, give it a like, comment, do whatever. Just as long as you do a share, please. Um, anyway, guys, right, bye-bye.